This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Art Take Podcast, episode 135. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. Welcome to the show, everybody. You can find us at the Art Take Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, or the Podcast.com. You can also find our band on Facebook and Instagram at Rejected Takeoff Band, yeah. I believe. We have a new song as soon as we can figure out the yes. verses. Yes. But the chorus? Great. The <laughs> chorus is amazing. It is January the 1st, 2023. On this day in history, the Republic of China is founded. Oh. 1912. Wow. It was succeeded by the People's Republic of China in 1949. Of course. <laughs> what was that by? I think that's what by? we're still in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. People's Republic. I mean, it's not a republic. Let's just be clear. Oh, China is such a weird country because they're communist, but then they have like Walmart there. It's a cap- it's a capitalist communist. Yeah, and uh, yeah. there's super rich people there, but there's all- so I mean, well, they already they're trying to call themselves a republic. Yeah, but we know they're capitalist, and we also know they're communist, and not really representative of their people. Right. So unless they're rich. Right. Right. Uh, oh, so it's pretty much just like here. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, on this day in history, also in 1992, Russia is formed. 1992. Yeah, formation of the Russian Federation, followed by the disintegration of the Soviet Union. What? So, so I know it was the Soviet Union before, but the Soviet Union was made up of countries, right? Wasn't yes. Russia one of the states? That's a good question. I don't know. Or did they just pull that out of their butt? They're like, what do we call ourselves? Let's look. Russia? Was Russia a Because we're rushing in to change our name. State. No, that was... What? Uh, it was made up of 15 republics. Yes, Russia was one of them. So this is the Federation of Russia is new, Ooh, I guess. The Federation. Yes. I guess. What's the difference between a... Yeah, the formation of the Russian union, Federation. A Federation... Well, the Soviet Union, like you just said, was right. made up of many country right. states. Not even country states, just states at that point right. in the same union. Um, a lot happened on January 1st in, in history. It's a good, it's a good, you know, you start the year over, right. 90, <laughs> starting fresh. The euro. Fresh country. Right, fresh, fresh country, country. Fresh name. Fresh, fresh well, currency. I mean, in 93, Czechoslovakia is dissolved. Into it dissolved. Czech Republic. What happened the... to it? Is it gone? <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. Did they mix it in milk? Maybe we should split the country in two. Well, we can provide a stipend for the right wing to move to Florida. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's the right side. In theory, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. Is it? We've t- haven't we talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, if I, it, like true secession? Something I have been thinking about lately, sort of. I've been playing a, a video game. 
mm-hmm. called Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's about the ancient uh, Greek world. Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. And um, all these empires, I started to think about all these empires that have come and gone, and the fact that we feel so confident in the U.S. that, you know... No, I... I well, let's be clear. When you say we... I, I don't mean, mean me and you are... I'm talking about... I think the general vibe is we're 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 here to stay or whatever. No, but yeah. you think about over the years, or I guess the vibe would be like it would be impossible for something like uh, you know to to to, to end the United to States. end something sure. this big. But when you look at the Roman Empire, they France. all fall. They all right. fall for the same sort of reasons too. It's all politics. Huge, and, huge empires. Yeah, and Mao. It's it's not crazy to think that even the most powerful empire that's ever existed couldn't be dissolved for one reason or the other and well and it depends on what you're talking about right right like we already tried it once (laughs) right like a hundred years in we're like i don't know about that didn't work (laughs) we'll keep hawaii though we'll keep hawaii like an economic empire right where the united states economy affects all the other economies in the world Right. Yeah. Uh, it, Whereas other economies don't necessarily, some do, but don't necessarily affect ours. It's crazy how much other countries talk about the U.S. Well, the when, dollar is is. I mean, when I went to Japan, yeah, and Sydney and England especially, I always listen to the radio. Except in, in Japan, I didn't have a car, but I watched some TV. Not that I could understand. I just saw pictures of Trump and <laughs> <laughs> right, right, but um. In Australia, especially, like it's talk about America. So much U.S. news, it's crazy. Yeah, and it, it's like it's weird that we have that much influence. And what else is weird in places like, well, all the other countries. When you look at at videos of other countries, and you know they'll pan across like uh, a city center, and you'll see the stores, right? And they have English names, right? And it's you know there's in English, right? It's like English in Indian, everywhere, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's true. It's it true. Was the same in Japan. Yeah. And they'll have like a Japanese symbol with the English right. name next to it. I'm like, who's that for? Right, like you a know? non-romantic language. Right, will have this, their symbols and then right. English word for it. And there's yeah. nothing like that here. The closest no. we come is Spanish in some places, but we don't do it on our street signs. And Americans, some Americans have the audacity to complain about that. I know. Like, how dare uh, they in, ask me if I should Tokyo, speak Spanish? In Tokyo, there was every bus sign, every train sign, street sign had Japanese and English. Right. We don't. They don't have to do that no, there. No, no. They're they're not a they're not a big diverse population like we are here, yeah. but they do. In fact, <laughs> uh, lots of nationalists lately have uh-huh. been talking about Japan as an example of, you know, like a homogeneity of a culture. Mm. You know, and they're like, we should be like Japan, and everybody's the same. Is an excuse like it's just it's racism, well, right? Yeah, uh, but that spe- that is that is something unique to it's not unique to our country anymore. No, it's the same way in most of the European countries, especially like England and France and Germany, Sydney, Australia. They're diverse. Uh, China, Japan, there's they're not diverse. Yeah. They don't, I don't know if they don't. I don't know why. Yeah, I, but well, you know what? There were. There well, there were a lot of Indian people in in Japan. Um, not that I, I was only there for a few days. There's a lot of <laughs> I saw. There's a lot of Indian people. and Middle Eastern people in in London in England. No, you know, for sure, there was a large. ton of th- of them in, in Sydney. 
Well, I mean, I mean, America's population boomed as a melting pot. Yeah. Right. That that was the whole that was the well, whole idea. That's, you know. Yeah. And so it's obnoxious that the fa- the country was founded on by white well. It was, uh, yeah, okay. It was founded by them. But, you know, then the Chinese came and built our railroads, <laughs> right. and then the black people built out our, our infrastructure yeah. and, and our, we had our a, agriculture. We, we had an immigration doctrine that lasted <laughs> for decades where we welcomed anyone. Yeah. Anyone. We and may have had, we had gangs in the here. The country was discovered by yeah. <laughs> by Spanish and French and Italians. <laughs> right. and, yeah. But, hey, yeah, white. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. But I think, so back to your original point, like, could could something ever dissolve this experiment it, i think i think of it a lot like um what holds an economy together is just faith in its currency right right i think that's the same thing for america america has done a very good job indoctrinating its people to believe well, that yeah. it's the best country in the world and will never be dissolved will never go anywhere right and so you have people then are that are brought up in that generation who then become the leaders who it's, it's not even a question. Right. It's not even a question to think about changing anything. We're the greatest already. Right. Right. We don't we don't need to change anything. Now we have a generation of millennials that are becoming adults. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Becoming and, adults? We're almost forty, I, bro. Oh, I, I meant the next I sorry, I meant <laughs> is it Gen Z? Yeah. I, I meant Gen Z. But you know, that are now the leaders. Yeah. Becoming the leaders who don't have that faith. Right. Who are like, ah, you know, we're okay. Well, it's because they've got been a, out and they've seen yeah. other countries and they're like, oh, this isn't, yeah. this isn't We've that got bad. A, fine. It's basically the same. It's basically the same. We have a lot more money for some reason. Yeah. And we, I don't know if we, I don't know if working harder is the word. We work more. We work way more. That's true. Not, than, well. Not, not harder. Not than other not an Asian country. No, no, no. But like our, our Western, our, our Western Hemisphere, white <laughs> countries. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like Ashley's company has been hiring people outside of the country to do all sorts of things for their software to uh-huh. QA and, and code and whatnot. Right. And anytime there's an American holiday, she'll get a message from one of them like, "Are you guys taking this day off?" And Ashley's like, "No, we don't. We don't have this day off." <laughs> and she's like, "I'm so confused. Americans don't take any days off." You know, compared to most other Western countries, so no, they get and they get mandatory vacation, right? So know, in uh, terms of like, like, I think they get three or four weeks mandated by in the European Union, yeah, by the, the by the European right. Union. So by the you know the marker of faith in the system, we might be getting to an inflection point where the majority of Americans, as we as they grow older, right? I think I think Biden won like ninety percent of the Gen Z vote. Oh, really? It was something crazy, right? And a, and a big chunk of the millennial vote was, yeah, yeah. was left. So it might be getting to a point where people are like, I don't, it's, we're not necessarily the best country in the world. No. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's okay to maybe look at doing things a little different, which could take us down a road of like, let's rewrite that. Right. And you know? I think, I mean, the thing holding us back from doing that is conservatives. Well, that. <laughs> I think more over, more than conservatives, it's money in politics. Yeah. Because I honestly, as crappy people as a lot of these, you know, like Governor Abbott is. Right. I honestly don't think 80% of them believe anything that they say. No, they don't care. Or, yeah. They don't I care. Think they just want money. They this, want whatever yeah. will get them reelected. It's just and keep their them job. Power. They, yeah. They find no fulfillment in yeah. it. Yeah. And. Um, Even Democrats. No, no, you're right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to 
politicians, right, our government right. in general, like that's uh, I was thinking about that the other day too. Is like, what would I do to make a perfect democracy? Like, what? Like, you have to take money out, and you have to make you would have to make the punishment for for political gain like so severe. I mean, death seems crazy, right? Like the the but like, I mean, like for for lobbying or yeah, for bribing. Like if if you get like let's let's use our governor here as an example with his. Uh, remember, we were talking about it in Vegas. Randy was his, oh, a little uh, kickback for the electrical contract. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he has his little uh, his. He, for some reason, he refuses to live in the governor's mansion, so he has to have you know this two hundred thousand dollars security gate built at his his personal residence in in Richfield. And uh, which is like three hours away from from Salt the Lake capital, City. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he gets as far, you know I don't know how much of this is confirmed, but he gets a lot of relatives and stuff involved. Yeah, in he basically like he owns stock in the company that he quote unquote hired to right. do the work right. for a bid that was way more expensive than other bids. Right, that kind of stuff. Sure, that's that corruption. Kind of, that's full on corruption. Yeah. I, the the punishment for that would need to be so severe that it would deter you right. and i know death seems like that's like whoa <laughs> well death is the get, ultimate let's not get right. gilead here but i'm right. like well what other deterrent could there be besides we build up an island and exile people there well, you could give them like 10 years that doesn't seem to be I, it doesn't seem to be but put yourself in someone's shoes who might be facing a 10-year sentence no, I know. Right. But so they I w- always get out of it. I was well. That's that's the problem. The problem isn't then make it death. <laughs> the solution isn't then Killed make it death immediately. I mean. The solution is stop providing or, or if loopholes. There's any suspicion of it, then you're removed. Or you know you have right. to keep yourself. You have to keep the corruption out. It has to be kept out. And I just think our government is so not to sound. You know, conspiracy theory here, but we're so corrupt right now. But it's true. We, I mean, we have a word for it. We have a word, lobbying. Right. That took the place of the word bribe. <laughs> yeah. It's a bribe. Yeah. Right. Like this is. It's literally. It's literally. I don't want to use that word since they changed it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's lying their pockets. Right. So I mean, I. Everyone in Congress are millionaires. Yeah. And none of them started out that way. No. So you know. I, no, <laughs> millionaires don't go to Congress. Right. Millionaires come out of Congress. Right. Yeah. And then the worst part is they get paid for the rest of their lives, right. whatever their salary That's is. Not, it's not very much. It's, no, it's, but still. It's commensurate with the amount of time if they I, serve. If, you know, if I could get a job for two years and get paid $150,000 well, that's what I mean. for the rest of my it's life. It's not. If you, in the House, it's, it's, that's a good, that's it's good commensurate list. with how long you serve. That's my retirement plan. <laughs> so if you only serve, <laughs> if you pull a, a Madison Cawthorn and uh-huh. only serve one term, a two-year term, mm-hmm. you, you do get paid. For life, but it's very small. Oh, is it? Yeah. So if you, the longer you serve, the bigger yeah, your, your tenure? pension. Tenure. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think I looked it up on this show, actually. Oh, really? Because I was like, that doesn't seem right. You shouldn't be able to go get elected for two years and then make 200 grand a year the rest of your life. Right. And it's not. It's based on, it's like a scale. Okay. Um, well, but anyway, so I think in, the, in terms of American history, with the exception of the Civil War time when mm-hmm. the Union was close to falling, um, or... Like the War of 1812, when England was close to taking mm-hmm. back over, I, I don't know. I think people, if you're afraid of that, if you're afraid of that kind of change, now might be. I just my question's always been, how does it happen? Like, do you think that um, liberals 
because obviously there's going to be a break between more of the liberal and and conservative sides of the of the country because that's where the biggest divide is right now. But how does it happen? Does there have to be war, or do you think liberals are like maybe you guys just go take the south and we'll take the north no, and call it call they, it good? No, because what one side will always not be pleased enough, right? So. I, I hate to say it, but I think if history serves, then y- there's usually always some sort of conflict. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to fearmonger here. I don't think we're close to this. But in, in all of American history, the times we are close, I think we have a generation of people who are being raised and are grown up now who are like, this isn't the best country in the world. Stop mm. saying that. I'm okay with how it is, but let's stop saying that. I think what we could say is it's the most influential country in the Definitely. world. It's Definitely, probably not the best. I don't know how any t- any type of secession or splitting of the state or revolution would work, other than what we've seen in the in history, which is usually violent. Oh yeah, it, that that's a I mean, I very guess, weird thing to play out. I just don't know how that plays out. I mean, I guess you can have less violent coups where they just take over the center of government, right? You know, but this, the United States is so powerful now. And the states have their own armies. Well, like if if if, yeah. if DC was invaded, let's say by South Carolina, <laughs> you'd have all the surrounding states, but sending the, personnel there. But it depends who's loyal to who, though. It's like true. You would get people go a to go AWOL and join the other side. I don't know how that would work. I don't know either. It's a very I uh, that's uh, fly in the wall to civil war. Does how that all happened and. You're dealing on something that's so much on a so much smaller scale than it would be now, and so much technologically on a smaller scale now. I don't know. I mean, You'd what you, you get people that just run and take over the enterprise and are like, <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a nuclear aircraft carrier, no planes, but <laughs> I mean, I guess if you were, I, ultimately, I guess if you got your hands on weaponry, like we're talking jets, bombers, right, and I guess that maybe you have a, a now you have a way to get to the table, right? right? Like the 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 president or the powers that be now have to grant me an audience mm-hmm. because I I hold a card. I have one F thirty five. Right. So that means it's this where you where you break over from terrorist to revolutionist person actually playing you know actually has a, a seat at the table. And it really, I, I don't know. It seems really primitive, but sometimes when you talk about this stuff, you realize that it is very primitive. Yeah. Why haven't just, we? Why like, haven't how we? Does in, it, how does it? How does it? How would? I just. How would that even play out economically? Well, we've talked about this like, with Ukraine. Why haven't we sent people well, to Ukraine? The only reason is is because Russia weapons. has a nuke. They have a. They have so a. I, didn't we say that last yeah. episode, or was that just me and you talking? No, they have a seat at the table. We should stop focusing right. on making nuclear weapons and just. All all of our military budget should go into stopping them. Right. Yes. If, if, oh, that was the that was a great conversation. I can't remember if it was on the show. Yeah. Like if, if we, we took were our to entire take our budget. military budget and focus it all on shooting down, on stopping a on nuclear sure weapon. Every no nuclear weapon could land. Right. Then or we, we could we could developing like a nuclear vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> if you could stop <laughs> nuclear weapons. That then, guy's ashes yeah. over there. Just give him the vaccine. <laughs> We're watching Putin get his ass handed to him in Ukraine. Yeah. Why does he still have a seat at the table in well, negotiations? Yeah. Because no, he has because we- of the weapons. Because of weapons. 
You know, someone, uh, did you see that TikTok um, where someone was like, you know, Joe Biden has uh, decimated Russia's uh, military without sending any, <laughs> any right. people in there. Yeah, not a single uh, American. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, all you, all you haters. Now, the economic sanctions seem to have worked a little bit. Somehow, I was listening to the radio and when the war first started and, we, and the sanctions first went into effect. The, the ruble, like, collapsed. Yeah. But somehow they saved it. They passed a bunch of laws about, I think, like, fixing prices, mm-hmm. you know, like, to stop inflation. So it kind of worked for now, and they still have, they're still exporting some oil, which is Russia's main, gas and oil is their main thing. So, I don't know. I I don't know how it would work. Well, I think in order definitely... to have a revolution, or uh, to have a civil war here, you'd have to have... Um, the, 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 probably the conservative side would have to have a foreign ally and whether that would, that could be something like China or Russia. Right. Um, I, yeah, which I don't, I don't think China's going to get involved in anything anytime soon. Yeah. They seem to be playing things pretty chill. Their doctrine is really, we're not doing anything unless it's. First hand, good for China, you know. So we're not we're not getting involved, right? It's whatever. Yeah, you you guys do you. Yeah, we don't care. The rest of the world can burn down, right? Just don't bring it to us. Right. And we want to keep sending you shit, right? So you know, keep <laughs> <laughs> so much of of China's economy depends on other countries. You know what we need to do? Hmm. We need to take some time and study the fall of these other empires. It's you know? true. I, okay. Time out. Mm-hmm. I said violence. And while that is usually in, a, in the in world history for revolution is the case, there were a lot of countries who claimed independence from England in the 20th century. Well, yeah. Without, without, nec- without a lot of England violence. England was like, uh, <laughs> Fine, <okay>. whatever. <laughs> we fuck you guys up for the rest of... Yeah. But you, to your point, we should be careful. We're, it's, never too, it's never too big to fail. No. Rome... Yeah, like it, Rome, Greece, uh, Greece, Pan American Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I even like uh, Genghis Khan. He had like yeah, the Persian Empire as well. Yeah, so they all fall. It's, uh, I mean, you, you, I think you'd be ignorant to take a look at if you ever look at one of those um, animated maps. Yeah, that show you the changing. It just you know it takes like. Uh, 5,000 years and just boils it down right. to a minute and all the changing empires. I think you'd be pretty ignorant to just yeah. <laughs> have it say same for the next 1,000 years. I always think of that um, that passage written by Carl Sagan about the, the pale blue dot. Uh-huh. You know, which is the... You remember the pale blue dot? Yeah, yeah. From Voyager? And he wrote that passage. That's, it's on that Story of the Year album. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors to have... Uh, be the momentary masters of the f- a fraction of a dot. That's true. It, it really is, you know. And I, I guess I could say that America doesn't necessarily have uh, any more, doesn't really have empire ambitions as you would historically recognize them, right? We're not trying to take over land anymore. Yeah. Anymore. Uh, not... Uh, <laughs> we were occupying some places, not but... So, not at least not as blatantly. Right, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, in the traditional sense... <laughs> 
<laughs> we're not sending colonists, even though we have military bases on right like every everywhere. Country. Right? Yeah, it's you know, yeah, that freaking Dane Cook joke when he's like, <laughs> when he talks about the country that's being a little bitch. Uh-huh. Sometimes America just has to kick the door down. <laughs> like country, knock it off. We're gonna leave a few thousand troops here. All right, all right. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. I, if you don't stop it, I will turn this country around. Right, basically. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, except with, uh, except for Afghanistan. And Nam? Did you ever watch that doc? Which? About how... It's more true. Specific. About, the all, about the, Smurfs? <laughs> all the different empires who have tried to occupy and take over Afghanistan and all failed. No, I haven't. It's throughout history. It's like all of them. Is it just a bad, like, land situation? It, 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 the, <laughs> literally, the whole point of the documentary is, like, we don't get it. It must be the Afghan people. They don't, they refuse to be taken over. It, it, it was, like, the British Empire in the early 20th century. Uh, I think the Rome, Romans probably tried to. I don't know if they were part of the Persian Empire or not back then. It was, like, it was so many giant empires have tried and failed Russia in the 80s, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, it was a really interesting documentary. So Weird. Yeah. Uh, I watched one yesterday about the killing fields in Texas. Oh, I haven't seen I've seen it. I've seen, on, I've seen it available on Netflix. Did you watched it. Had, watched having it grown up in Texas? I don't know anything about it. Oh, it's, it's crazy. It's down in Galveston area. Okay. Off, what is that, 45, I-45? Yeah. I think. <laughs> it's, on the, it's, on the, it's on the documentary. But it's like a bunch of people, a bunch of women are getting uh-huh. killed and just, and they find their bodies in these, like, fields. I've been watching uh, Law & Order SVU. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> I warned you it was going to change said, your worldview. Well, what was that conversation we had the other day when I was like, I don't know, man, but I'm watching this SVU and this dude is sleeping with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. But I warned you that if you watch too much SVU in a row, it warps your worldview. Oh, here it is. Oh, that's what. I, oh, you sent me that too funny to fail, which I did watch after, and it's really funny. And I said, "Oh, I'm gonna watch that immediately as soon as I finish this SVU episode where the mom is sleeping with her son." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, and I warned you. <laughs> and then I said, "It's probably best actually to assume everyone is a predator." Hey, don't worry. The end of that episode, uh, the, the 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 guy stabbed his mom <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> When she was sleeping with him, that was the, for posi- the last time. That was the positive ending. And that's how it ended. All right. You know what I like about SVU is like <laughs> stabler. Se- Seventy to eighty percent of the time, the endings are like horrifying. Right. They're, they're, yeah. they're not like, good. Oh, <laughs> it's very real life. It's very real life. Listen, I no one you no one really knows how many sexual predators there are. It's. I'm beginning to think that it's almost everyone. (laughs) I'm here to attest that I am not a sexual predator. You said everyone. I don't think you are. I don't think I am. But the amount of women who are assaulted or abused is staggering. When when you hear when you hear real numbers, and it keeps going. Like every ten years, it goes up by another. Whatever. Like, you know, 20 years ago, it was like one out of five. Hmm. 10 years ago, one out of four women. Now, I swear, it's one out of two. The more, the more honest and safe women feel to tell their story, right. the more we find out, like, holy, it's every woman. For fuck's sake, it's every woman has been, a be- I mean, every woman in my family has. 
It's crazy. I don't think I personally know anyone that has. Well, that's not true. At least that they haven't said. <laughs> I do know a couple right? people. <laughs> At least they haven't said they yeah. are. So, I, I don't know. I don't know, know man. With the, on these SVUs, when it's like a parent, like the dad or something, I'm like, oh, dude. Oh. So no. Like some of the, and what's, what's even more messed up about SVU is they pull stuff. From the headlines. From the, it's right. like it's written. It's not, it's not based on our true story, but it's based on. Right. It's based on something that did happen. Like it's. Right. It's historical it's, fiction, yeah. so to speak. Yes. And uh, it's like, dude, I don't. No. I don't I, get it. You, you, start, you start to find out, like, I was, I met a woman the other day who was trafficked by her dad. Trafficked? Trafficked. Jeez, man. Not only abused by him, but trafficked from the time she was, like, four to, like, 12. Like, these are, the, these are people that you would not know, right? These are women and girls that you would never guess. Huh. You would never know. Because you're like, shit, if that happened to me... I'd be fucking living under a bridge. That's uh, I uh, that's that is. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've talked about that before. We've talked about this before. Is um, is we always tell ourselves, I don't understand how they let that happen to themselves. And you know, as men, obviously, we probably don't know. Although you, know, I've seen SVU episodes. Oh, there's plenty but, of men who get abused but, and boys. Uh, yes, but. Yeah, I we always tell myself how how do they let that happen? Why don't they run away? Um, I don't know. It's, it's you're powerless. Yeah, you're powerless. I mean, it's really hard to know until you're in that situation. I which... think maybe well, as a, as a child, maybe you just don't have the well, cognitive. Even, even as a say, you're a woman mm-hmm. born in the fifties. Oh, all right. So you're you're settling down in the eighties. Uh-huh. And you're in your 30s. Right. You got married when you were 20, 25. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't have anything. That's true. Your husband starts abusing you. Maybe your parents are gone. Right. Where, what do you do? What are you supposed to do? Where do you true. go? Right? Even on TikTok, you'll run across women who are posting recordings of their their male spouses or even female being abusive hmm. and they just have the phone like down by their pants or something right. and you can hear it and you're like you recorded that and posted it to your point why don't you just run and this this is a perfect case study that where are they supposed to go especially what if you're being abused and you have a kid at home where are you supposed to go well, i mean there are places there's shelters and such but i think I guess maybe you get in yourself into a situation where you're in a you're just un you're, uh, you're a quality of life situation yeah. where you're like, well, I can I can take this abuse and live in this decent house and and continue to eat well, <laughs> and, and whatnot and and a, I, an abuser is going to make it hard to leave. Right, an abuser is going to make you dependent on them for everything. They're not going to give you enough money to live more than a couple days. Right, um, my mom's first husband who was abusive, put her car on jack stands when he would leave. Wow. So she couldn't leave. Where are you supposed to go? You know? And then they gaslight you, you know, it's and never make you been feel a like better it's okay. time to be abused. <laughs> because you have Uber. You have it's <laughs> as as flippant as that sounds, it's it's kind of true. Yeah. It's kind of true. Except the situation is not that much different. You could have been born in 2005 or 2000. You're 22 now. You got married when you were 20. Mm-hmm. Man's abusive. You don't 
you, you don't have a job, right? You don't don't have any means. So I mean, this is like this is the whole feminist plight. This is part of their right platform, and it's totally true though. Where what are you supposed to do? It's crazy. Start a revolution and yeah. split the country in half. That's where we started with this, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, the story I read on the last show about that that girl, that fifteen year old girl who who killed her abuser and then got charged with manslaughter. Oh yeah, that's a great example of like I guess I can't even do that. I can't even kill the guy who's fucking abusing me because I'll go to prison. That does happen on SBU too. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably off that story. Anyway, <laughs> that's why you don't gift. What is this about? What? Oh, <laughs> oh. Looking at our rundown well, now. So. Um, I was, uh, well, first off, ever since I've been working at home, I've been trying to get out more, doing things like, uh, my cousin, my cousin lives in Saratoga Springs. She invites me to stuff all the time. I'm like, I don't It's a long drive. I don't want to go down there. It's a long drive. (laughs) So (laughs) I get invited and, uh, I'm like, I better get out of the house. I better go down there and hang out. (laughs) Anyway, so they're doing this Christmas thing. We had dinner with them, and then we went over to their house, and they were so – my cousin and her, my aunt and uncle were there, and they were doing their own little Christmas, and we were just observing. Anyway, I digress. Someone gave someone a lottery uh, scratch-off. Ah, okay. And I was like, you shouldn't do that. I would never <laughs> do that. And it happens all the time. I remember when I worked at Kroger in Texas, I was at the – the service desk, and we sold lottery tickets, and people would buy. They they market like they put make Christmas ones. Oh, my realtor used to send us lottery tickets. Yeah. and it's yeah. like, don't you shouldn't do that, man. You shouldn't do that, and this is why, because. Oh yes, you found a story. Uh, a white elephant. This is a white elephant, which which you know, a white elephant is someone you probably don't really care about that much, <laughs> right? Was it like in a pass around white elephant, like a? You draw or you can steal a gift? Well, I don't know. Let me, let me read. Because that would be amazing. Let me read here. Okay. White elephant parties during the holiday. This is from, uh, what is this? Simple, simplemost.com. I don't know. It's a news site. Um, let's see. Sometimes it can get crazy. Gifts are stolen. You can choose a different gift. You know, it's just explaining white elephant gifts. And that's how Lori Janes of Louisville, Kentucky, initially felt... Oh, oh, disappointed. You can feel disappointed during a white elephant gift. Because, sure. you know, you, you get the iPod. Someone has, like, toilet paper. You get the iPod, and yeah. Jim steals, steals it. it from you right. to give to, uh, I don't remember what happened in that office right. episode. But anyway, Lori James of Louisville, Kentucky, initially felt disappointed as her annual, uh, annual holiday work party wound down. Janes, who works at Harmon Dental, uh, told W. LWT5 News, she initially chose a $20 gift card to TJ Maxx. And mm. she was pretty pleased. I mean, you can buy a lot. TJ Maxx. $25 to TJ Maxx. But however, her son of a bitch co-worker <laughs> <laughs> stole the gift, which is allowed in the rules. Um, and so she had to exchange the gift and pick a different one. And she decided to take the $25 pack of instant scratch-off lottery tickets. Oh, nice. Which had already once been stolen. Oh my goodness! Uh, once it got to me, so that's that's two stolen. It's hers. Right? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's done hers. now. Yeah, it's done. Um, she started scratching. <laughs> so everyone in the room starts pressuring her to scratch. Let's, let's do this. Right. Right. So uh, she they urge her to scratch off the tickets, 
and Jane's won fifty bucks on her first ticket. Oh, nice! Which is already twenty five dollars. You know, you're twenty five up on right. Uh, then she scratched off a ten dollar hit the jackpot ticket, which uh, oh, there's a picture of it, but it's just a ticket. Um, and she matched all fifteen numbers. They were all winners, which meant she won the grand prize of $175,000. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's amazing. Everyone was going insane. People were getting their calculators out and double-checking. A couple people even scanned the ticket in the lottery's app just to make sure it was real. Uh, she couldn't believe oh, it. Oh, it wasn't one of those prank ones? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be so terrible. Um, anyway, oh, after taxes, she still got 124000 That's actually way more than I would have thought. That's about a th- was that about a third, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she plans to pay off her cars and her daughter's student loans. Nice. That's Amazing. Nice. Um, she shouldn't do that yet. <laughs> student loans. You yeah, got to hold that hold out till he's out of office. Back, invest that money for a minute, see if you can, <laughs> right. you know. Um, but that's why you don't do that. Because you know the person that gifted that is just like, shit. Right. Shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if he had like two stacks of 25, one for himself <laughs> and one for the white elephant. Me, 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 me. And he chose, uh, you know, okay, here's a, here's a test. Uh-huh. We'd give, we do that for someone as a gift with, with a fake one. Okay. And they win big. Yeah. And we, we test them. We say, you know, as the friend who gave you that, will you, will you like split it with me? Uh-huh. And then that just as the test. And then like, as soon as, as soon as I say, on, as soon as they say yes, you're like, <laughs> shit. And if they say you know, then you're like, ha! It's fake. It's fake anyway, fucker. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a horrible. I've seen those prank lottery. And I think that I think that winning the lottery is kind of like, I don't know. It's one of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my retirement plan. <laughs> so <laughs> I just someone, need to start playing. Someone giving me a fake one for like a couple million would just it would just ruin my whole it season. It would be devastating. It would just I don't know if I would talk to him. No. But it's just it's really... It's a super dick move. It's not funny, man. It's like it's like cutting off a ball. They were... Uh, after <laughs> you... Uh, we had a New Year's party last night, and after you left, after the ball dropped, they did a... Uh, they were doing million-dollar giveaways, I guess. Yeah. They just had... they. I don't know. They found... They had five people, and they put their initials in there, and Powerball was giving them like a million dollars. And I, I looked at Ethan, and I was like, you know, I would love to win a million dollars. That would be fantastic. But... because you win a million dollars and you get to keep like 600,000 of it yeah you can buy yourself a house and can you (laughs) no you could start to buy yourself a house yeah um million dollars it's crazy how it doesn't even seem like that much anymore no it's true it's like uh yeah it would be life-changing but it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be mega life changing. People would people would hit you up for money, and you'd be like, I, "It's only a million. I'm making less than a a, a, a small company CEO." Especially like, now, like there's since there's no mutual fund yielding anything right now, right? Because that's what I would do. Nor in normal circumstances, I would just put it into a you know a, now, some sort of fund. million dollars. That'd be a right. little different. Yeah, I could take some of it. You could live on that for and, a long and, and, time. You know. Pay right. some things off. Because if I was, you could, if you could find a yield that was ten percent, yeah, it's a hundred grand a year. Yeah, no, that would be. But nothing's yielding that right now. I, I wouldn't have to. Or I could find a job that I really liked. That yeah, I, I could deliver pizzas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to stay busy. Give yourself a tip. 
<laughs> to, to make it look like you're earning that money. There you go. Each each delivery, you'd take two hundred. Well, then you'd have to like double tax that. No, thing. no, it's cash. You don't claim. Well, that. I know. You don't claim that shit. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> the IRS is going to come audit us from right. when we worked at Domino's. That's been like, more than seven years. You didn't claim that fifty dollars <laughs> you made on Tuesday, September thirty thirty second, September twenty seventh. 2008. And that's actually a great way to launder. Is it? I maybe not a great way. It's a it's a decent way to launder money. If you were a small time drug dealer and delivered pizza, and then you just you claim you know twenty dollar tips on each delivery, then you could you could clean you know a few hundred dollars a night. Huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean that's the whole point, right? Yeah. That's why Trump did the. That's why Trump delivers pizza. (laughs) And delivers pizza. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The NFTs. How has he not been sued yet by by Shutterstock? Let me first, uh, maybe he has. I don't know. I think. um, So if you don't know, his NFTs images were ripped off of. Well, there's suspicion. I don't know if we've ever got. There's one that has a clear. I know. I know. know. It looks like someone just copied him from Shutterstock. There's a lot of sketchy. Or other places. But. First off, let me just say, NFTs are the dumbest thing we've ever done as a human species. Yes. I, not only do I not really get it, but <laughs> the parts that I do get are so stupid. Right. It's like someone trying to tell you something that is super cool that you're like, I still don't understand. It seems really dumb. It's like, let me sell you this picture of the Mona Lisa. I took the picture. Right. So, it's... Yeah. And it's worth $5 million or something. Why is it worth $5 million? Because, because I took it. Because you own it. You, and own, I, you own the copy right. of the picture that I took. Right. Yeah. Even though someone could just screenshot it or save it or take their own picture, yeah. do their own thing, you own... See, some people made life-changing sums of no, money. No, I know. It's exchanging it's NFTs. really stupid. It's amazing. It's really dumb. It's a scam. Anyway, Trump, that's the dumbest, second dumbest thing I've ever seen the human race do is Trump's <laughs> NFTs, where he made like $4 million, maybe. I don't I'm know not convinced right. that anyone actually bought them. I think there were a few Trump supporters. I think it was all a, all a way to clean some money. I guess that could be. And or get payments from people who he didn't want to pay taxes on it. Could be. So Joe Schmo owes me money. You got to buy. Then why go so public with it, though? I don't to make it seem like people would have bought them. I don't know. I cannot believe that any person would see that and not finally be like, "Holy shit!" Oh my right. gosh! Yeah, I I don't. I mean, I I said that in 2015, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there were things. Well, this this one even pushed like Bannon over the edge. He right, like, it's true. But oh. like his very first speech, coming down the escalator, right? They're, they're sending their rapists and murderers. Like, well, that was enough. That no, should have been no, enough. No, that wasn't <laughs> enough for hillbilly rednecks who think the same thing. Man, it should be though. That's my point. But, it should be enough. But this should have been enough for them to be like. I don't buy no fucking NFT. $99. I don't even know what an MFT is. You know, it'd is. be one thing. I, you know what? If they were actual cards, I might have sprung for one. I might have got one. Just to, <laughs> right, just to have it? Just to have it. Yeah. You can buy a gold Trump dollar. Really? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to buy an NFT, no. which is completely no. worthless. I want something physical. 
that I could lose if right. my computer crashed. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You forgot the password. Yeah, I. It's all. It's all really strange. I saw a TikTok of a, a guy who was telling a story about his neighbor. He saw his neighbor moving out, and he walked down. He's like, oh, "I didn't know you guys were moving." Oh, I saw so that. Too. The woman's like, "I'm moving." Yeah, my husband. We're like ten thousand dollars away from paying off our house. Took out a second mortgage on the house, seventy five thousand dollars, and gave it to Trump. Like, oh. I don't get it, man. Should there be recourse for a gentleman like that? Should there be legal recourse for him to say I was foiled? By this con man, I want my money back. You know, it's like me asking for the the church to give my tithing back. <laughs> should not not is there recourse? Should there be recourse? I don't, I don't know. Should you be able to? I don't say, know, man. I kind of feel like I was con. I kind of feel like that's a you made your bed, you need to lie in it but kind it, of a situation. When does it cross over from I don't a know. legit I, con? I get what you're saying. But it's because not. It's not. It's not a con. It's just really freaking stupid. It's not. It's not like. It's kind of a con. What is the definition of a con? Isn't a con I'm like? Trying to think of a good, a, like a, a good movie style con. I mean, okay, I got one. Here's one where you say you have an investment deal, and you'll earn ten percent back or a hundred. You'll earn two hundred percent back, and then they give you all the money, and you're like, "Sorry, the deal went bad," and the, you keep the money. The uh, Theranos girl, that was a con, where she defrauded all the investors. But what's okay? What's the difference? The technology that didn't work. She First, said this works, but it never worked. They didn't. Trump has never said this. He said, "Donate to my campaign, so we can make America great again." Okay, here's an example. Steve Bannon, yeah, got in legal trouble because he did. He took money to build a wall, but he never used built it personally, the wall. right? That's but, a con. But isn't Trump saying, I'll build the wall, donate to my campaign. If I win, I'll build the wall. Isn't that a con? <sighs> it's, too, and it's too ambiguous. Second, second off, that woman is put in prison. She went to prison for that. She did. I think she got 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so th- th- there's a criminal recourse. The investors have already sued her and won. Right. So not only did she lose all her money, and she's not going to pay anybody back, but she also had to go to a criminal Right, she's in prison for it. Right. So if if Trump says, "I'll build the wall, I'll do all these other things," if you vote for me, if you give me my money, and then doesn't even try to do any of them, I just think he's buffered himself <laughs> with so many people that can go to jail before him. Well, that's my so that's my question for you. It's not is there recourse? My question for you is: Should there be recourse for Joe Thompson who mortgaged his home? And donated to Trump because he believed the border crisis was real, and he believed Trump would do it. But wouldn't I think? I think if you were going to allow that to have recourse, then you would allow him to be able to go after Fox News, to go after so should all he? these different people that that have played into this. At a certain point, at a when almost half the country is believing these lies. At some point, it turns from well, they're just stupid motherfuckers to they got, they got, they got foiled. They got fucked over. Like they, I don't be- know. they did believed- any of Hitler's followers get to sue Hitler's estate? Did he have an estate? <laughs> I mean, that's not the point. My question is, should they be able to? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. And if you were setting up the legal system, I should feel like I feel like the. 
the the conservative side of me is kind of like <laughs> I don't know, man. That seems. I, and I should say I'm not necessarily. I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah. here. I'm not necessarily saying there should be. I'm just devil's advocating here, saying should. At what point do we draw the line? Right. These NFTs are a good example, by the way. You know these NFTs find print. It was very clear this was not going to the Trump campaign. It was going to Trump himself. Um, the, yeah, wasn't there... Oh, there's yeah. more to it, Oh, there's too. way more in the because fine print. Because if you, if you resell them, Trump also gets a uh, right. percentage of it. Right. Which is, I think is how NFTs work anyway. Is it? I don't know. But so, so. there's a lot in the fine print that's weird. Like, the addresses are fake and shit. But there's... They were... One of the addresses is Park City. Park City, yeah. But there's, it's very clear that it's not going to the Trump campaign. Oh, I don't know. Is there a, I guess if there's fine print, you have no case. You didn't read the fine print. It's like buying a lemon car. Like, yeah. Eh, as is. That's, I don't know. I don't know where the, where the line is. I don't know. Like he's going to be hanged. When all the people, because I think people are, sl- I think it's, I think it's been a very slow process. There are people who are kind of turning on him, right? There oh, are people yeah, who are turning on Q Pop, finally. Fox News turned on him. Yeah. So as that happens, then you're going to get more and more people who gave him ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, who don't have that, right? They'd be like, "You were me giving him ten thousand. That's just crazy. That I don't have that, right? You know. I don't know." He's just, they're going to string him up. <laughs> what else? Yeah. yeah, that's my final conclusion. There's no, I don't think legally you should be allowed to do anything. I do think, <laughs> but though, you can kill legally, <laughs> you should be able to <laughs> inflict mob justice on him. Yes. <laughs> if you get a mob big enough, we're talking 30, 40 people. <laughs> Enough to storm Mar- Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Beat down the Secret Over, Service. Overcome the Secret Service that's there. He's only got a few agents left. Uh, I heard he was pissed. I mean, it's all speculation, right? Someone, someone said, but I heard he was pissed that his detail is smaller than it was when he was in office. You know, which I was surprised. If it is legitimately smaller, I was actually kind of surprised. I'm sure it is. They only need. They only have like three or four guys, don't they, that follow him? I have no idea. I can't. I, don't, I can't imagine it's. Well, so when the president is traveling, they yeah. scope that shit out for like yeah. six weeks before, right? So you're saying that after you're. When you're an ex president, you're you're th- you're there's a lot. Oh, so the, there's no the threat level. Not only does the threat level of you being assassinated go down, but it's not just that, it's the who cares if you get assassinated level. I see what you're saying. There's no like, benefit to the state. Like, if you get if you if you assassinate George W. Bush or Donald Trump, it's like it's not a threat to Barack the, Obama, it's not a threat it's to like, the union. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was a dickhead thing to do. Yeah, it's not. It's not like. Uh, it's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like what the. Then I mean, I wouldn't call it murder. What? <laughs> it's just like that wasn't cool, man. Yeah, don't do that again. It's not. Uh, it's just not as big of a deal. So I mean, why? Uh, I see your point. I see your point. The it's state. Not, it's not like. It's not like if if uh, Obama gets killed that. Uh, Biden becomes the, the former president. <laughs> former president. No, he's he's of now that administration. Yeah, he's now former forty four. We need to so. swear you in. <laughs> Here's the old nuclear football. Yeah, yeah. I see your point. There's no there's no threat to the state. Okay, that's fine. It's not like Al Gore's going to be like, hell yeah, 
<laughs> I'm, I'm president in the record books yeah. from 1993 to 2000. <laughs> Fuck that Bush. <laughs> Had I been president, I would have won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How far away have you been from home? Oh, yeah. This is, uh, man, we haven't done these in a minute. So I believe since, uh, I think well, last time we did an episode, Artemis had just launched, right? I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I was watching Orion traveling. It's the furthest a manned, capable spacecraft has right. gone and come back. And yes. so what, how, what's the farthest you've been away from your family? 250,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, for my fam. well. You said, you told me when we went to Florida that that was the first time or the furthest you'd been away from Ashley since you got married. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, she and I went to England. And to like the Bahamas. Okay, um, but that's but your whole family went with you, didn't they? For the most part, her whole family. Okay, my family, my in it was always those are always with in laws, right? Right. So, so what being, is that being like six thousand miles? I don't know. I think so. The furthest I've been away is Japan, Sydney. Oh, Sydney, that's true. Which and is, you were by yourself, so I guess the question should be: What's the furthest you've been away from home, not with any family? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably Florida then when I went with you. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of But I've... I just, for some reason, when I saw 300,000 miles away, knowing that there's going to be people, like, the, have you ever, like, dove down to how that would actually feel? Oh. Because when I was in, you That's... know, Sydney and Japan, you're so far away, you're on a completely, you know, they're a day behind you. Right. And so it's, it is weird. The water, very the odd, water drains different. Right? It's very weird. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you know full well there are tons of ways to get home. Sure. There's tons of airplanes. You could take a boat. You could swim. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, did you ever listen to, oh, man, it's that other, the dude who wrote uh, The Martian, um, Andy Weir. Matt Damon. <laughs> Shit uh, It's just a book It's a really good book and Ethan's gonna kill me I can't remember the name of it um, Don't worry Ethan doesn't listen to it. That's true in, Anyway They're in space And they have Because of the, their mission They're given Contingency options Like right. If something goes bad How would you like to die And they get to choose Like One guy picks a gun Another guy picks like heroin You're right oh. So I like Because that's the real question Right If you were on Orion Mm-hmm. And something went wrong in your retrograde. Probably just get sucked out into space. That'd be just easy. open the door? Yeah, I mean, that'd be the quickest. Would you Would you want it to be quick? Well. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're in space. Like you, let, so here's, here's, what, here's something you could do. When we, Change trajectories and go? <laughs> yes. When, for example, the only thing that makes, for, in terms of air loss, when we cough, uh-huh. it's because of the overabundance of carbon dioxide, right? Right. So you could have an overabundance of nitrogen. It doesn't make you cough. You just fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So you could put on a suit, jump out the door, and just program your suit to mm-hmm. not scrub or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Pump nitrogen in instead. So you could at least get a view, <laughs> <laughs> right, of space. What's the point of having a view if you can't describe it to anyone? Well, you could. You got a radio still, mm-hmm. you know. But no, I can't imagine. That's I always feel the worst for... The command module pilots mm-hmm. on Apollo who had to orbit the moon while 
the other two were on the moon. Why? Because they're alone. They're alone on the on the backside for what is the, I think it was like forty minutes or so. Every every forty minutes or whatever, every hour and a half, they're going behind. No communication with your boys on the ground or with Houston. I, and it's pitch black. I think I think that I would have once I I think that the excitement of it all of being launched into space and heading to the moon would would sustain me for a day or so but I think once the reality <laughs> of being right. that far away sets in I think I would have so much anxiety till yeah. the parachutes opened on right. the way back and you're in this little tiny capsule and I think tiny that's, capsule. that's just so uh, it's almost uh, unexp- uh, uncomprehendable to think about being that far away, having only one way back, uh, having everything have to go right for you to come back. But just the idea of being that far away. That's crazy. Like, that's so far away, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know? No, it's, yeah. I. You got to hand it to these guys, these astronauts that go. I mean... They must do crazy psych stuff on these yeah. guys to be like, you know, hey, when you are three days up there alone <laughs> in the orbiter, are you going to have a panic attack? Right. You're not going to no, freak. Nah. <laughs> well, we'll send some and, value. And up. What do you think they did in like the 60s? They didn't have that. They didn't They didn't deal with, with mental illness back no, then. I, or? I think I, I'd, I've never read anything specifically, but I, they had to have sent them up with like some sort of drug. Yeah, uh, Valium or something. Meth. <laughs> Not meth. <laughs> Maybe this is actually making the anxiety way worse, <laughs> yeah. man. Maybe if you're on a spacewalk and you're like, I'm kind of getting tired, you know. But here's a bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Right I, there? I put a hole in your seat. <laughs> See that button? It shoots cocaine directly into your nostril, <laughs> right into your rectum. <laughs> oh, I can't see anymore. I feel great though. I I don't know. There's got to be contingencies. I I've I've always thought about that. Like even on the space station, you know those. Astronauts are there for like a year. It's still, you can still see Earth, though. <laughs> it's you can true. still see you pass by you pass by your your state, your country every few hours. That's true. You, I mean, I guess on the moon you can still see Earth, but not if you're on the backside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's scary. And actually, I don't even know. Obviously, they can pitch the capsule as they're traveling, but for all we know, they just leave it facing. For maybe like uh, micrometeorite protection, you know, yeah. hits the heat shield rather. I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea. But maybe they maybe they don't see Earth that much on their way there. I don't know what direction it's faced. I would think that the heat shield would be forward. Although they're hooked to the command module the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter though. <laughs> you want well? You got to see where you're going. Not really. Well, it, that, so uh, Apollo uh, astronauts used used a. Uh, a sextant, they right. like, they didn't look at them. They would well, they would mark the moon sometimes, but they were marking constellations more for how they where they were. You know what? I still think I still feel like the way we're going to space is well. This is the same conversation as the like revolution. I feel like we're too far behind. <laughs> it's very. I feel like we should be way more right ahead. It's the same conversation when you start getting down to things. This is, you know, this is kind of across the board. So you think about how a revolution would work. You think about how space travel works. It's all very primitive. And then you go, you watch like a, a an animation of like a knee replacement. Hmm. You're like, that is fucking primitive as shit. 
Just cut it off, hammer in a new one, put the skin back. You know, we have talked about that before, about inventions and how the car is, you know, just a take on a buggy and everything. But how much, how much really has the world changed in the last thousand years? A lot. But really. A lot. But like <laughs> the basis of what we do. We still live in a house. Uh, a thousand years we ago, still... we didn't. <laughs> Depending on who you were. Depending on who okay. you were. We still live in a shelter. Well, sure. I mean, you we, a... still, we still live under a king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, so, once again, depends. Where are you talking? A thousand years ago, England? Well, not here, I guess. Obviously. Like a thousand years ago, Mississippi, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a chief, uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, I... obviously we've progressed a ton as a society. Well, it's but I'm just saying, like humans, we're still doing the same things that we've been doing. We still go to work. We still well, it's linear. It's not linear though. We still use currency. We still use. So it's not. It's in what direction have things changed? Right. We we live longer. We're healthier. <laughs> But we also speak for yourself. We probably, depending on where you lived, I think that people a thousand years ago or longer had somewhat more chill lifestyles. Oh, they yeah. go out and find some food. Yeah, yeah. Fix the roof. For sure. You know, pick some berries. There was no like, how am I gonna? I got a budget to save up for a boat. You know. Oh yeah. So we've we've it's these different directions that we've. So gone. is it even better now than it was? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Let's go further back. 10,000 years. Whoa. The great leap forward. Well, yeah. So that that's agriculture, right? right. That lifestyle pre that, hunters and gatherers, super chill. Nomads, well, yeah. little bands of people, just almost, all your best friends. I, I think anything pre-currency, I think currency, money, is what kind of brings about... Or, a, or space, like your own space. Because in the past, you were with a tribe or a group, and you just kind of... Worked for the tribe. The it, was tribe. Commun- it was communism. If you if you if you needed a new bow and arrow, someone would make it for you because you are killing the food for that person. Right. There was no exchange. It was just right. like, hey, John, I need a new. I I broke my bow. Would Would you mind? Have you ever thought? You know, I love Star Trek, and in Star Trek, which now realizing they're three or four hundred years in the future, but I'm now thinking that's. Three, four thousand. They probably need. Yeah. It's probably a thousand years in the future before we could do anything like this. But what would that be like? I mean, we we've done it before. A currency-less civilization. What would that be like? Well, we haven't done a currency-less civilization. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. Small bands of people right. working with other tribes. So, but what would that look like, though? They don't have in Star Trek. They don't use money on Earth anymore. Right. But they still have everything that we have now. So how does that work? Well, the v- also they have lots of robots and right. stuff. What is th- I think I could be wrong. I think the vast majority of money exchange and I should say number of exchanges, not amount of money. Right? The mm-hmm. the most amount of money spent on the stock market mm-hmm. exchange that changes hands. But the the um, the number of exchanges is probably for food still. <laughs> it is for me. For me too. <laughs> like I think that we probably have the most exchanges for food. Mm-hmm. So if we can get rid of the food problem, 
as it were. That's what happens in Star Trek. Exactly. They find a way, the food replicator, a recycling system that creates food. Then you don't have a problem. I just read something the other day that uh, they were able to change energy into matter. Really? Like very, very microscopic, like minimally. Still. Like, you know, hundreds away, hundreds of years away from anything. But it's possible. That's crazy. Not only that, we have, uh, which has been, it's been talked about a lot, but I think it should be talked about more, is vision. Yes. Um, like, I don't think... Um, it got a fair amount of news, but I don't, yeah, I don't think we I understand the I don't think people realize, like, how... And it, it's not... I don't think it'll affect our lifetimes. Like, maybe the tail end of our lives... It depends the way on, that the way that yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be used. It depends on the corruption. Correct. That's why. That's what we'll. If we didn't have any corruption, I think we'd already been there. But um, once it's built, and there's all sorts of other problems. People are like, "Well, it's going to cost so much to do." I'm like, "Okay, but whatever." It's once you once you build it, once you build a big one, and once you start like we do, you got to remember the first computer was bigger than this room. Right. Actually, it was bigger than like a warehouse. Yeah. You know, and it only did like three things. Once you take that and you start scaling it down, the kind of things you're going to be able to do, it's like having a, you know, a sun, you know, you can hold in your hand. Right. Amount of energy. And you're going to be able to maybe just have that attached to your house. Or maybe that's what powers your car. Maybe that's what powers your phone. You know, you just have this little fission reactor little, little battery and if it melts down it doesn't melt down it doesn't nothing happens yeah it's not dangerous like uh fusion so uh, yeah i mean corruption aside i think it could happen pretty fast you know yeah i've i've seen some people that be like come on guys this is stupid this is still so many years away because of costs and all that sort of jazz and uh, but when we're talking about costs if it, if it, if there's any benefit to the military that's true. Then they'll dump it. If they're they'll, like if they're like they'll pull the F thirty five budget. Yeah. You know? And dump that's it into true. this. If there's any advantage, like a, if we uh, a submarine huge war or a boat, could uh yeah. could spur a big advantage on that or another space race or something. But vision could seriously alter this world. Like every anytime you, you hear about a future technology, you know, something from Star Trek, you're like, you know, theoretically that's possible, but we don't have enough power. And fission is going to solve that we don't have enough power for right. pretty much everything. Right. So uh, if once you get big enough or powerful enough reactors, you know, warp drive, uh, all that sort of stuff, matter or matter to energy, that sort of thing. Not it's even all right. Not even it's all going to become way more probable. Right. And not even warp drive aside, you know, just just perpetual, like the Epstein drive in right in uh, the Expanse. You know, just a and limitless. It's Iron Man. That's what power. it is. It's what Iron Man yeah. finds, isn't it? That's I what can't powers remember. his suit. I'm pretty sure he figures out vision. And... Yeah, that's a big one. So once that, uh, I don't know. That'd be sweet if it ha- I always get torn. I'm like, you know, you see technological advances. They happen. Um, they take a long time to happen. Like cars took a long time to happen. Well, it depends on what you're talking about. What do like, you mean? in the scope of human history, yes. Yeah, but in the scope from well, when I what s- I'm what I'm like saying st- is, what I'm basing it on is things that we'll be able to see in our lifetimes. 
like... Well, think about someone who was born in 1930. Right. They may not have had a car. Right. Probably a good chance they didn't when they were young, mm-hmm. right? Saw two world wars, saw planes, saw jets, saw rockets, saw radio, saw TV, cell right. phones. You know, that's... I just wonder if we've, like, hit our our zenith of... I've wondered. The last hundred years have been crazy. Crazy. Yeah. You know, and and you go back another hundred years, and it it slows down a little bit, but it's even then, it's still crazy, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Guns, railroad, there's, you know, most of the infrastructure, the ships, so... I think the last hundred years have been nuts. I think it's probably one of the most amazing centuries to live. Our last 40 years haven't been that wild. There's been a lot. There's the internet has been popularized, cell phones. The internet's definitely the biggest one. I think that and cell phones are yeah. probably the biggest. Well, yeah, the, it's um, having the internet on your phone. But other yeah. than that... W- that's a more, big other than more, that, though, More right? fuel-efficient cars? <laughs> it's I don't a, know. That's a big, giant other than that because it's so huge. No, yeah, The abundance true. of information yeah. accessible and to everyone. And see what it's done for us. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we've talked about overrated bands before, and I don't want you I don't want to get into it because I know that what you'll say. <sighs> Whatever. But I thought of one that I, I think get hounded for this all the time. I thought of one that I think we can both agree on. Okay. You too. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't understand why they're so I think they might in my opinion. They in terms of record sales and population popularity, I think they're I think they've sold more concert tickets than any other artist. Yeah, YouTube's huge. I think Bono I looked up that stat. I mean, he's, they're huge. Like I, they have huge, huge concerts. But I I've seen you two. Oh, really? Yeah, a long time ago. Sure, they put on a good show. When I was working for the radio, I got yeah. I got tickets. Uh, they put on a fine show, and I appreciate the Joshua Tree album. Uh-huh. After that, I'm like, it's not. It's not terrible. I don't know if it's like you too, what we know. <laughs> you know, like, holy shit. 100,000 people in every city. You Micah, know. there's no U2 songs that I'm like, have stuck in my head at any point or that I think are that iconic. No, they pop up. Sure. They pop up, like I say. But you go, you go listen to the Joshua Tree, you're like, lots of singles here, right? But it's also kind of all the same. They got that digital delay that, that the edge does. You know what I mean? Bono's voice is like, it's okay. Like he can sing. Because Bono's a humanitarian. Sure. Wink or whatever. I don't know. He, he has he has platformed himself, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know. But <laughs> anyway, I came across a TikTok where Henry Rollins was just talking mad shit, <laughs> and I had thought literally this is the algorithm at work. Uh huh. Ashley and I were driving the day before, and I was like, you too. That's a band that I think Spencer and I could agree on. Uh-huh. It's like probably the most overrated band. And the next day, I just said it. It's one of those scenarios where I just said it out loud. The next day, I happened across this TikTok of Henry Rollins talking about how much he thinks U2's overrated. So it just it made me put it in the rundown because I, uh, I thought we could agree. I called my mom before Christmas when we were talking, and I was like, "What? I don't know what to get you for Christmas. And she's like, well, you know, I don't know. Um... I want to make sure I have have a bird feeder when I move to my new place and everything. Yeah. Later that day, I'm on Facebook. Bird feeders. <laughs> bird feeders with cameras on them. <laughs> yes. Oh, 
Anyway, so I shot my mom's bird feeder with yeah. the camera on it. <laughs> I, it knows, man. It's listening. It's very clear. I've I, looked at so many Google articles. And I they're know. like, they're not. They're not listening. We can prove it. I'm like, how can you say they're not listening? I can prove they are. This is insane. <laughs> this is this cannot be a coincidence. We'll know if. Well, nah, this one won't work because I just Googled it. YouTube, by the way, has sold the most concert tickets of any artist. Really? Twenty six million. Jeez. Number two is Dave Matthews Band, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah. Talk about overrated. Twenty three million. At least they're at I, least the Dave Matthews I don't Band. I hate Dave Matthews Band. Listen, at least they're good. It, <laughs> that sounded like that sounded like Hootie. At least they're good at their instruments. Sure. Like Dave is a very good guitarist. So is the Edge. He's good. Uh, better than me, which is, you know. <laughs> I'm listen, I'm not saying the edge is a poor guitarist, but it's kind of, it like I said, it, it's kind of all the same. Yeah. It's the, all that delay is anyway, whatever. People are going to be pissed. People are going to be pissed, oh, but whatever. No one likes you too. A uh, number 3 is the Rolling Stones, number 4 is Bruce Springsteen. I found uh, 26 million tickets. Remember, was it when we were talking when we were talking about uh Trans-Siberian uh, Orchestra? Um, Nickelback was that, <laughs> and how how they're hated on how they're so hated, but <laughs> but they have such a huge following Listen. that it has to be there's so many people out there that are like I hate Nickelback, yeah. and then they get in the car and they're look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have like just a shit ton of singles, right? I don't think. Let me look. I'll I'll tell you right now, if I'm a closet Nickelback, but we could start a movement to mm. bring them back. And make make people like them again. I have no beef with them. I saw no. I saw their as soon as the as soon as we talked about that. I did. I saw TikTok a few days TikTok a few yeah. days later of a uh, a girl and she was doing the same thing. She's like, "Oh, I hate Nickelback." And then she gets in the car. And she's, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I I have no Nickelback in my I I do library. Sure I do that, but I can say that they've. It's not necessarily my flavor, but they've got a lot of singles. They're a very successful band. So good for them. Good for Chad, okay? Chad Kroger. We'll bring it back. I don't have any. Not in that my they need right. help. They don't need help. No, they're doing fine. Speaking speaking of ticket sales. Yeah. How much do you think an artist or a band? Let's say give me name give me a, a big name. Well, I already looked at this. No, no, you don't. Don't do, don't do T Swift. Okay. Someone uh, you like. Uh, Green Day. Is Green huge. Day. I know they. How much should those three, Trey, Mike, Billy, take home, for one evening? Their take home pay. Take home. Their take home pay. See, I have no idea how to answer that because I know, I well, know. Here's what I know. I or what I've heard at least in the last like probably five or six years is they charge around you know a hundred thousand dollars it probably at least uh, you know and it always it varies right. between their they they charge that much to come or maybe more maybe it's a million i can't remember they charge that much to come just like say they're going to come to vivant they're like they tell the promoter you give us a hundred thousand we'll show up and do our thing right and then the promoter sells the tickets and they get whatever they get right but what I don't what I don't know is the production cost, because when you really start to think about 
the salaries of all your roadies, yeah. your techs, your uh, your light people, your sound people, the trucks. Because Green Day comes with trucks now. They don't come right. in a they don't come in a van. They come with trucks right. and buses. The cost of gas, That's, the cost of drivers. I'm not talking about any of that shit. I have shit. no idea how much how much should they make. I'm asking you how much. Give me an over under for how much Mike, Trey, and Billy Joe should make for one performance, a two hour performance. How much should they make? How much should how, they make? In my heart, or in, how much do I your, think they make? In your heart, how much should they give me an over and an under? I don't know, like five grand a person for one, for night. one night. Okay. How much would you give to make five grand for us to perform once? That'd be like, fucking amazing. No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't even know if I would do it for. You know what I mean, we'll do it. We do. Yeah. It costs us money. No, and we do I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's fun. But you know, you get to a point as an artist that you can pretty much make whatever you, you want. No, you can, and that's not my question. Yeah, it's much like my question earlier about right. if people should be able to sue. <laughs> I'm saying, no, I know. How much do you think? I, and I'm saying five thousand. They they probably make more. Oh, they make way more. Yeah, yeah, way more. But I think that you know, you tour, do twenty shows a year. What is it? So, well. Yeah, they must make way more no, than it, that. Most, most, I, well, not most. I think when a when a band tours, they're doing at least twenty cities. Yeah, at least most are probably doing fifty. Right, right. Uh, this this just this whole Ticketmaster fiasco mm-hmm. with with Taylor Swift and all of them, right? And even right. the festival we went to, the the amount of money, right, is absurd. Mm-hmm. And at what point is this gonna is this ever gonna turn around? Because I was, have you ever seen the TikTok where Kurt Cobain's being interviewed? Uh-uh. It's like it's in 1994, right before he died, I think. Uh-huh. And the interview is asking, like, what do you think about these artists who are charging $75 a ticket? Wow. That's and a lot. His face was so disgusted. It changed immediately. He said, Who's charging $75 a ticket? What do he's like, talks to his manager, he's like, what do we charge? And they're like, seventeen dollars? Nineteen dollars? This is nineteen ninety-four. Right. He's like, yeah, Madonna charges fifty or seventy-five. These tickets, okay, there's been inflation. Well, yeah. <laughs> sure. But we're talking about Madonna in her heyday. Right. Charging that's, fifty, seventy-five dollars. That's a lot for ninety-four. But that seventy here, let's look at something real quick. Seventy-five dollars in ninety-four. To now, uh, hundred and fifty dollars today. You couldn't go to Taylor Swift for hundred and fifty dollars. Could you have done it if you were actually able to buy tickets from Ticketmaster? No, no they were I they were based based. They were demand. They were demand. I could. You couldn't go to Blink. I tried to go to Blink. I tried to buy tickets in Denver and Phoenix to Blink and upper fucking nosebleeds where I wouldn't. I wouldn't go anyway. Were five hundred. This is direct from Ticketmaster. Yes. This is not this second is t- party. No, this is Ticketmaster. And even Mark Hoppus even got on and said, I'm sorry, we don't know what's going on. He tried to buy tickets and couldn't get them for a normal price. And then Blink had this whole thing where they're like, we don't do demand-based pricing. that yes, you do. You clearly do. Because if this wasn't, they wouldn't be charging $500, right? Well, So I, I know that Ticketmaster's taking a chunk. Well, I know they are. But so are these artists. 
And at what point is it enough? Like, guys, these in in Nirvana, right? After in utero, like was were charged. They were charging nineteen dollars. So in today's money, Madonna tickets were a hundred and fifty. In today's money, you couldn't go to Taylor Swift. Where there were tickets for nine grand on Ticketmaster. On Ticketmaster. What? So I didn't know that Ticketmaster did that. They do demand-based pricing. So you can't just... They don't do it where you just set a base price. No. That's messed up, man. It is. And, and most of the time, Ticketmaster's having theirs. They've got a little bit of a, no- a monopoly since they bought Live Nation. Right. But the artists... I went and saw Garth Brooks in the summer. Well, Garth Brooks doesn't dick around with tickets. Garth fucking Brooks sold out... Rice Eccles Arena, mm-hmm. 80,000 people, two nights. Yeah. So 160,000 tickets. Uh-huh. Every single ticket in the arena was the same price. Yeah. They were all $100. Yeah. And I saw him four years ago, same thing. Right? So I know artists can control it because Garth did it. Well, it must just depend on how they work out their contracts because it's different for everybody. It could be like the situation I said where Blink is is reaching out to promoters and promoters are saying, we'll pay you this much to come or live nation is saying we'll pay you you know two hundred thousand dollars to come this night and then they just keep what they keep and then in that case i i feel like the artist would be getting screwed and they're probably taking percentages i don't know the contracts are so stupid and complicated but that so that's that i want to start we play shows for free right right well we want we actually got a little sixty dollars last show. Sure, we want people to, s- to <laughs> <laughs> fucker. We want people to see us. Now, I would love to make a living playing music. Yeah, but holy shit! Why? Why am I calling a promoter saying I need to bring home me as the guitarist and and one of the vocalists in a band? Uh-huh. I need to bring home at least a hundred thousand dollars for one night. That is stupid. Like, at what point do the fans kind of say, fuck, no, guys? Well, it's, it's, this isn't unique to concerts. It's, it, it's all events. It's, the same, it's gotten the same way in uh, especially football and basketball. Sure. I agree. And but you could still see a movie for $12. Well, yeah. Right? Well, that's because <laughs> they already have a hard time getting right. people to go there anyway. But that's, a, that's two hours of entertainment? I mean, it is different. Like, you know, it depends on your team. When I went, uh, let's see, was it 2019, I went to several baseball games. I went to a game in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh hadn't done well in quite a few years, and I got, I was second row, uh, right by the field, it was like 60 bucks. Actually, it was like 40 bucks. No, it's insane now. It was cheap, but I went the same year, and this is two years after the Astros won the World Series, and they they were playoff contenders again, and I believe I paid $70 for nosebleed. Like up high as, as high as you could be, so it, you know it depends on on who's playing who, and it's the same with the Jazz. When the Jazz play right. Detroit Pistons, tickets are dirt cheap, but when they play the Lakers, they jack them up super high. It's all demand based, and it's what uh, the fans in all of these are the people that get hosed, right? And, and to an extent, I understand demand-based pricing. To an extent, sure. There's got There should well, be a cutoff the of reason, percentage. Though. I think the reason they've done this demand-based pricing is because all these farming, right, stupid. It's true. Second sellers that come in, swoop, swoop in and buy all the tickets, I, and they're hosing. You know, the Ticketmaster was like, "Oh shit, we can 
we could just do that with our tickets. If if you and I had multiple platinum albums and had plenty of money, and we saw we we're playing fifty cities and we saw our fans going through this, uh huh, five thousand dollars a ticket. Oh, dude, no way. We would completely change the paradigm. We'd be like, no, we're just gonna pop up somewhere then. We'll yeah. just we'll just go to the park, right? You know, like I I mean, why do you? Why does why does Tom DeLonge and these guys these guys were in music. They made money before streaming. Like they yeah. actually made money selling records. Right. Same with like Metallica, yeah. Britney Spears, all these people. They made money back in the heyday of music. Um like three hundred dollars is you probably don't, you you don't make any money streaming. So that's you barely make anything. Right. So you do make all your money touring and whatnot. But why in the hell was does Tom DeLonge Need to to make a hundred thousand dollars in a night, and I don't know how they've got to be making what, more than that though. What, what, when we're looking, we're looking at right. We're looking at tickets. Look at, you know, this just goes to the whole culture of this country, though. Right. Why does Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk need two hundred billion dollars? Right. Uh, you like, know, I I love going to concerts. I've seen Blink. I've seen Angels and Airwaves countless times. Right. Right. I like. I can't. I can't. I can't justify more than three it's, it's more than three hundred dollars for a concert ticket to my favorite band, right? Like, if, right. even if, if AFI was touring, actually, I, they, they're doing a twenty-year anniversary uh-huh. of um, "Sing the Sorrow" uh-huh. in LA, one night only. It's kind of a festival, right? Right. And so I looked, and it was same thing. It was like seven hundred dollars. I'm like, no, guys. Like, I love you. I love you guys. You're my favorite of all time. I'm not giving you seven hundred dollars to come see you in an arena. You know, <laughs> like, I could see. I just feel like those prices are not set by the artist. That They're not seems... set by the artist, but the artist can tell them, "Don't do this demand-based shit." Right. The same way Garth Brooks is my is my go-to. Right. right? No, I know Garth. Garth has it on. All, all eighty thousand people in that arena would have paid probably three, four times as much for the seats I was in. Right. Right. Um, I I don't know. It's just getting to a well, point where I I'm like, guys, I, like the I, only way the only way it stops is if people stop going, right? And right now they're not and they're gonna not going to stop, gonna stop yeah. going because if if you quote unquote boycott it, someone's going to buy you that right. that ticket that you would have yeah. bought, and so it would take a huge like social movement to stop this, and it would it would have to be into everything, like you know why. You ask yourself, well, why does a why does a quarterback get paid three hundred fifty million dollars for five years to play a game? Right, and it's all relative because the owners make billions of dollars right. from ticket sales and merchandising, and then it goes to, well, why do they make so much? Well, it's because they jack the ticket prices up, and until you can get those owners to be like, okay, I guess I don't need to make billions, <laughs> I could just <laughs> right. settle for millions. It's going to continue to stay that way. It would take a movement where they're like, you know what, f this, let's make our ticket prices twenty dollars a seat, and we'll pay, you know, we'll pay our our people, uh, you know, a million dollars a year. It's going to be like an activist owner. And it's the same with actors. Why the hell do actors get paid thirty million dollars to make a movie? It's because they make that much back, and right. it's be- they make that much back because they charge that much to see it. Right. But you know, if they were to pay set them the, a normal the two dollars yeah. to see a movie, then you know it would take it would take a, a movie studio saying, 
you know, we're going to pay you $50,000 to make this this one movie. And we're going to set our budget at this. And we're going to make a good movie and try to make our money back and more. It, w- it would take that across the whole industry. But money, man. It's, it's just yeah. it's money. I, I, Someone's yeah. got to make their billions. I like I like I said, I'd give anything to make a living playing music or even doing this. Yeah. You know, but if we were recording a live podcast somewhere mm-hmm. and we found out the tickets were like twenty thousand dollars, I'd be like, No, we're it not does, it does make you feel like like if I cancel like cancel bit, that show. They're a bit of like these artists are are kind of sellouts, right? Like Well, they're definitely sellouts, which is fine, but yeah, to no, an but, extent. I know, but you know? what I'm saying is like I guess have never having been in the situation, I guess I can't speak to it, but I mean I would be more than happy to make ninety thousand dollars a year playing music. Playing a hundred shows? Yeah. Yeah. We'll play a hundred shows a year. And I don't, I don't, shows I don't need to live yeah. live lavishly, but these these people have have gotten so I don't know, like I guess they just forgot why they did it in the first I guess maybe they did it in the first place to make some of them for sure. That money. Yeah. Taylor Swift didn't. She was already freaking rich. So Well they were they were okay. Mo- <laughs> most of most people are. She's a billionaire now though. I'm pretty sure she made that list. Which is interesting because even the most successful artist in decades, Taylor Swift, right? This most successful recording artist we've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Just barely made that billionaire list that we have all these fuckers on that <laughs> That are at like 200, 150, you know, Zuckerberg made a website. That's his contribution. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. Money yeah. sucks. Yeah. Anyway, it's just, I don't know. It just kind of just came up in my head. Uh, I have a funny story here. Okay. Uh, let's see here. A Buddhist temple in central Thailand has been left without monks. After all of its holy men failed drug tests and were defrocked. Defrocked? I guess that's when you take your... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. The monks have been sent to a health clinic to undergo drug rehab. The temple is now empty of monks and nearby villagers are concerned they cannot do any merit making, uh, which is worshippers donating food to the monks as a good deed. Uh-huh. Kind of like a tithe, I guess. Um, so more monks will be sent to the temple so villagers can do that. Uh, but uh, Thailand is a major transit country for meth, and all of these monks were on meth. <laughs> well, if you had abundant resources to be on meth, wouldn't you be on meth? It's great. Oh, man. I don't know why. <laughs> the headline, I think, is what got me. Every monk in Thai temple defrocked after testing positive for meth. <laughs> That'd be, it'd be like uh, every, every bishop in LDS stake right. <laughs> released <Yeah. laughs> for running cocaine ring. Uh, we were talking about prison sentences a little bit ago. Uh-huh. And how we we don't really think about it. We don't put ourselves in the shoes of a convict to uh-huh. think like if you if right now you got sentenced to 5 years like that. Yeah, man. That fucking sucks. Right. Right. Um and I thinking about January 6th and uh th- there was one dude who was just convicted of seditious conspiracy. Right. I don't know what his sentence is yet. But the remember the Governor Whitmer in Michigan, the guys yeah, who yeah. tried to kidnap her? One got 16 years, and another one got 19. Good. And I'm like, can we get some of these sentences for January 6th, please? Can we get this sentence for Trump? Don't. Are, 
Don't. <laughs> I, we've talked about that in the last few episodes. I wish people would just kind of back off the whole Trump thing and just let it be done. No, no, no. He's got to pay. I don't know, man. What do you mean you don't? What are you talking about? I just don't. He tried to overthrow an I election. I know he did. I know, but it just keeps sowing the. I don't know. You you think that if people who were opposed to Trump stopped, that the pro-Trump people are going to stop too? No, uh, but it's but if Trump got arrested and put in jail, what's where does that leave us? It leaves us with well, you cut the head off the snake. Uh, I don't know, man. Anyway, jail sentences. Well, no, that was I it. That was there, it. There These... have been some pretty good jail sentences for the January six people, have there not? A couple that are like didn't two they, or three and years. And did they deny Buffalo guy his vegan meals? I don't know. I don't know. I've seen a couple that I feel like were like two years, three years. Maybe. I swear. But those are usually the ones that, like, hit a cop, you know? Oh. How come no one got charged for murder? Maybe someone will. I don't know. Oh, here's... But these guys simply plotted to kidnap the governor. They didn't actually... Didn't they? They didn't try it. Yeah, they... No. These are the people that stormed their Capitol building. They did try it. No, 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 no. The the governor wasn't in there that time. Well, then they Um, failed. Let's see. He was... For conspiring to abduct the pres- the governor and blow up a bridge to ease an escape. That was this guy's... Um, blow up a bridge? Yeah, he was... He offered bomb-making skills and ideology. Um, I don't think they... I don't think they ever tried to do anything. I think there was an informant that said, hey, these guys are plotting uh, to blow up a bridge and to kidnap the governor from her second residence or something like that. This Robert Scott Palmer got five years. What did he do? January 6th. No, but like, what did he do? Hurled <laughs> wooden boards and fire extinguishers at police. Ah, yeah. Yeah. The ones who actually, like, tried to hit cops or hit cops, I think, are getting stiffer sentences. I swear there was one that had, like, way more than that, though. Anyway, I I just thought it was interesting that these guys who... Oh, that's back from June. Who simply conspired. Who Seven sim- years for <laughs> Guy Ruffett. This guy made a plan. These guys made a plan to, to kidnap the governor and got 16 and 19 years, you know? What, uh, wait, wait, is this the Michigan one? Yeah, I don't think people realize that if you conspire to, kid a, to commit a crime, it's also a crime. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we, if we recorded a show where we were, like, making plans on how to do something, that's, that's also a crime. You know what I mean? Right. And that's, and that's what these guys got busted for. Because I remember when they got arrested, it was like somebody called on them. You know? Probably one of their moms or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Their moms. My son's making a bomb to blow up a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. People are so stupid. All right. We better... I don't know what their plan was. I mean, I know what their plan was, but what was their plan? You know? Like, dude, we're going to kidnap the governor. We're going to kill her. And then what? Oh. <laughs> These people, they don't, I don't know what they think, man. Yeah. I don't know. 20, I really don't know what they think. 20 years in Have prison. Have you seen, was it you that sent me the, the TikTok about, must have been you, about the Second Amendment? And uh, every year we do a, because, uh, you know, the people are like, I need my guns to fight the government. Oh yeah, yeah. And every year we do a government versus yeah, yeah. Someone, someone can try it, <laughs> and they they have all the guys lined up ready to fight. And this soldier's like, I don't, 
I don't really want to do this, but I have a drone, <laughs> and I'm just gonna. Are you sure you guys want me to? Are you sure you want me to do this? I'm just gonna. Okay, and he just predated the whole group. <laughs> yeah, you don't stand a chance, man. There's no chance. Uh, uh, yeah. Funny. Uh, okay, we gotta take a break. Okay. Um. Man, where's my break music? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know what we have when we come back. I think just random headlines. Random headlines. Did we get through everything? I think so. All right. It's what the people want. It's funny. We had nothing when we started. It's true. Um, yeah, well, when we come back, all that, and that'll probably be it. Come on, just one more drink, Marge. Happy New Everyone, shush! Why are you hungover? I didn't see you drink last night. I didn't. I got secondhand wasted from smooching your father. So not a peep out of anyone till the Fiesta Bowl. That's not for five hours. I know when the freaking Fiesta Bowl is. Sweetie, relax. Let's just watch some TV. Might be over in America, but we're still rocking hard in Samoa. And here come the Blue Angels, waking up the shrieking Wawa birds. This is the Take Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. say something <laughs> sorry <laughs> i just realized that i think i've been m- recording our logo this whole time <laughs> oh nice so whatever this episode's not going to be available on youtube for anybody who goes there well they can watch the logo i mean i don't know that's true you could watch the logo uh <laughs> <laughs> i got it fixed now though good i mixed up the program and preview windows anyways Welcome back to the show. I don't, we have, out of 135 episodes, there's not been a time when you haven't said we're back or That's something true. right That's after true. there. Sorry. And I'm just like, I was is mid- he not hearing? Uh, uh, yeah. I'm like, what am I? <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're back. Okay. Random headlines. Uh, have you ever been to a... Uh, yes, I have. Michelin. No, I have not. Starred restaurant. I haven't. No, I haven't either. Aren't they only in... A couple plate. Michelin. <laughs> Michelin. Governor was kidnapped. I don't, know, right? I don't even know what to make something that. I don't even know what's the it's fanciest a, restaurant I've ever been to is Chili's. No, well, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a magazine guide guidebook. Oh. Uh, guide awards up to three Michelin stars for excellence excellence to a select few establishments. The acquisition or loss of a star or stars can have dramatic effects on the success of a restaurant. This has got to be corrupt. I'm sure. You're like paying. Yeah. Sure. Uh, a New York fo- a foodie. A foodie. Mm-hmm. Not a man, but a foodie. Right. When did that When did that start? Foodie, foodie culture wasn't a thing growing up. It was it like was just, 10 years ago. It was just Chili's or Applebee's on the weekend. Right. Now we're going to the Screaming Goat and the... 
Right. The, the, humping, humping the howling camel or howling hen. Yeah. I like howling hen. That's a good idea. Howling hen. Yeah. What about humping camels? It's okay. You know, camels have humps and ah, they also, I see. You know, hump and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I like it. It's play on words. A couple things. Um, actually, that's <laughs> that's the name of my breeding <laughs> camel breeding company, <laughs> uh, artificial <Humping>. insemination company. <laughs> <laughs> the humping camels. Yeah. A New York footy footy <laughs> booty. <laughs> Uh, broke a Guinness World Record by dining at 18 Michelin-starred restaurants in 24 hours. Eric Finkelstein, Finkelstein. 34, no, it's Stein, <laughs> said his interest in dining out spiked when he moved back to New York in 2020. How is this a news story? <laughs> I don't know, man. Why did you do this? Well, back in 2021, I realized I started liking good food. I like <laughs> to eat. And uh, like a whole year ago, uh, he joined about city restaurants. Uh, oh, he joined a, a Discord group about city restaurants and then brought his attention to the world record for most Michelin star restaurants. There are only 192 in the United States. Oh, and he couldn't do... He couldn't do all of them in one in twenty four hours. Should have. God, that must have cost so much. The idea, uh, Finkelstein told Guinness World Records, it combined my love of eating interesting food, and working towards a checklist. Who? <laughs> that's as a hobby. Uh, Finkelstein said the attempt took months of planning and working to align oh reservations at some point of the more in demand eateries. The food fan started his attempt at Le Pavilion in Midtown and ended at Sushi Bar Noara. Hmm. Finkelstein said he spent a total of $494, not counting tax or tips. Oh. For 18 restaurants? Yeah, that's, uh, that's not bad. For Mich- I, I would, maybe he only got appetizers, right? What was the <laughs> stipulation? Waters. Yeah. <laughs> just give me a water. <laughs> I'll just have the free bread. He estimated uh, the attempt cost him to con- cause him to consume five thousand calories. Okay, I'm starting to uh, some tiny servings. I'm starting to question all this. You know, you know how easy it is to eat five thousand calories it's, at like a, a restaurant. It's like a blooming onion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had like four chicken fingers and a basket of fries, and that was like three thousand calories. Right. So. Right. Yeah, five thousand calories uh, total. That's not that much. Uh, Finkelstein, a former competitive table tennis player, previously <laughs> set Guinness. Well, this is this is this might go down as the worst yeah. random headline. Yeah. Um, competitive table tennis. Did he win a Guinness World Record doing table tennis? I don't know. I, I, let's see. World record for longest tennis table serve. He also. There. There. Why. We, this isn't the first time we've run across someone who has multiple Guinness World oh, yeah. Records. He's not the guy in Idaho whose like, yeah, job is to break records. I just is there, but we decided there's no money in it. I don't think there is. No, I think it's just, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, on this same page here, there's UPI News Quiz of year of the year 2022. You want to answer a couple of these questions? UPI? Yeah, that's where I get all my weird news. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, who became the first black woman to appear on a U.S. coin? Harriet Tubman. No. <laughs> I don't know. It's Maya Angelou. Ah, I should have known that. Yeah. Um, 
I'm bored of that. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about Neil Young. I'm like, I don't care. Anyway. You don't like Neil Young? I, I just don't care. All right. That's fair. Bird watchers in Southern California, another riveting story here, mm-hmm. were treated to a rare spectacle of a man showing his penis. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh. That's, that was uh, one of those side stories. Here. Right, right. It's on the column. Yeah. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was on the ESPN app the other day. You know how they have, like, I don't know, all these things have weird, weird advertisement, right. clickbait. And one of them was like, uh, it was, would you date attractive women in Salt Lake City? I'm like, oh. Yes, I would. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Southern California were spotted to a spectacle when a snowy owl was spotted perching on the roof of an Orange County home. The owl, which is native to the Arctic, was seen Wednesday on the roof of a home. Why do they repeat themselves? <laughs> the fire in Brooklyn was started by a fire. Yeah, seriously, every story does that. Snowy owls migrate south for the winter, but generally do not go further than Alaska and Canada. The birds have been seen on rare occasions in Central California, Texas, and Florida. Uh, the American Bird Conservancy says cool. some bird watchers theorize the owl may have hitched a ride on a ship that docked at San Pedro during recent months. I'd like to think it was more like a, a log truck. A log truck? Yeah. <laughs> From the Arctic? Yeah. <laughs> do we do a lot of... I don't know. Do we do a lot of <laughs> tree uh, is this harvesting the same, in the Arctic? I think this is the same owl from Dumb and Dumber. Is it? <laughs> I can't remember. I'm trying to think of the owl that's in that movie. The snowy owl. It is pretty. Poor little guy. Well, um, is It's going to starve on its way home. I'm sure there's plenty of rats and <laughs> such to eat in, in California. He can come... And he can come here and when I'll... 20, gotta... 20 years from now, we'll find out how invasive these okay. guys are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's really funny. On Futurama, which, uh, you know, the Matt Groening show. Yes. Uh, I know that. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's You know, it's said a thousand years in the future, and their pests, the pests they have there are owls. They have, like, owl exterminators and stuff. It's They eat lemmings, arctic hares. Mice, ducks, oh, and seabirds. I should get him to come over to my house. How he, big he are these guys? Smorgasbord of critters. Now they eat ducks and seabirds. For the most controversial and interesting story, straight from the AP, Seoul, South Korea. South Korea has formally lifted a ban on the import of full-body sex dolls, ending years of debate over how much the government can interfere in private life. They've lifted the ban. Yeah. I wonder who proposed that legislation. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Although there are no laws or regulations banning the import of sex dolls, hundreds and perhaps thousands have been seized by the customs, which cited a clause in the law that bans the import of goods that harm the country's beautiful traditions and public moral. Now, I want you to bear in mind Let's, for a minute I'm gonna look them that up. South Korea is a country that has a garden dedicated to statues of penises. They have oh, that's a true. penis cannon. They have a, 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 a cannon. Right. It's not just like, it's a penis. It is a penis. It's not just phallic. It is a carved penis. <laughs> right, right, right. It's meant to look like a penis. Yeah. yeah. I've never looked for a full sex doll oh, here. Oh, wow, that one's... 
these are twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, this one's only seventeen. This one's in your budget. Okay. Uh, her name's Nelly. Well, I was gonna buy a new guitar, but now <laughs> yeah, this is debatable here. Uh, I, you know what the problem is? I don't really have anywhere to to like store under your bed. It's fine. <laughs> get, get cold. So down there. Uh, in in South Korea, there could you get uh, like a headless for up until now, or uh, like a legless? You just couldn't get a full body. Are you Sex gonna, doll. You're gonna end up on a an episode <laughs> of SVU with those kind of questions. <laughs> um, I don't know. 159 well, centimeters. It sounds like you could get them in South Korea. You just couldn't get South Korean made ones right. here, right? Because they were stopped by customs. This uh, doll is five foot three. Nice. Uh, she's um, a Taurus. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's not on the <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not on the screen here. These are crazy. They they also feature three lifelike orifices. Just three, huh? And they they name them just in case you don't know, an anus, a vagina, and a mouth. And the ear. Oh <laughs> not the ear then, huh? Variety of skin tones and hair colors and can be customized to suit your preference. Ooh. Mm. Very flexible skeleton and a firm but comfortable body. Man, what an interest! What a what an industry! Good news to be involved. The customs, in so they reversed their their thing. All right, the Ministry of Gender Equality and Family reversed it. All right, really? But, yeah, that's what it says. Ministry of Gender Equality and Family. Yeah. All right. The Customs Service said it will still ban the import of childlike sex dolls. That's fair. Others embodying certain people. So you couldn't get one, you know, looks like me, I guess. Right. It said other countries like the United States, Australia, and the UK also banned. Yeah, don't I know that? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Wait, United banned child. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, um, that's very interesting. Yeah. Full body. So, I mean, if you're moving to the Koreas and... <laughs> You and couldn't you couldn't take it before. Yeah. Now you can. I wonder uh, if you can get a male. Obviously they don't really care about <laughs> <laughs> again, penis garden. That's Google true. Oh it. yeah, that was penis never penis garden Korea. You could be you could they're actually the leading manufacturer in South Korea of male full body sex dolls. So that's not an issue. Um do you do you uh do you know the Christmas story? Um, what like the one I believe it's in the New Testament. Um, <laughs> it's where it's where Jesus has a bus and he drives <laughs> a bunch of immigrants. Oh, I st- I do remember uh, reading about this in the Gospel of John. Yeah, and uh, he kicks him out of the bus in sub-zero degree temperatures on his birthday. Right. Jesus is so. <laughs> He's like, you know what I want to do for my birthday? I want to get a bus. I don't want to take a bunch of immigrants to Kamala Harris's house <laughs> in a in a state that's having record freezing well, temperatures. It would have been the vice Caesar at the time. Ah. ah. Interestingly enough, though, her name was Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you yeah if you didn't hear, wonderful Greg Abbott from down in Texas land. I'm gonna start making. 
I'm going to take these headlines and the pictures. I'm going to start putting Jesus in every single one of right. them. Right. I'm going to put Jesus behind uh, Senator, uh, what's his name, in, in New York. Mm-hmm. The liar. You, you oh, yeah. George Santos. Santos. Yeah. I just, in what universe can you be it's a amazing. Christian yeah. and do that? Well, anybody or support can, that man, right? The support is the big one. Anybody can be. You want to know? Do you want to take a guess? This uh, so this is the headline: blank blank. That's a person's name. Okay. Rips gutless Greg Abbott for migrant buses to liberal cities. Blank blank. This, this is the name. Who said that? Rips gutless Greg yeah. Abbott. Yeah. Beto O'Rourke. No, I don't know. you're so far <laughs> off. Jesus Christ, you're so far off. Gutless Beto. O'Rourke. Think of the opposite no, of Beto gutless. O'Rourke and Jesus Christ. Oh, Ted Cruz, Steve Bannon rips ah. Gutless Greg <laughs> Abbott for migrant buses to liberal cities. That is amazing. That is amazing. Steve Bannon was like, "Whoa, dude, Greg." Yeah. Wow. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna push you over your. I'm going to push over. Yeah, I, yeah I'm going to knock it. I've seen a lot of spinals in my day. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he busts migrants, some without, most without winter clothing, to oh, the naval, what is it, where does she live, the naval oh, hold conservatory? On. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this quote is very misleading. Oh, no. There are the headline. Bannon, a longtime ally of former President Donald Trump, slammed Abbott on Thursday in a post on a right-wing social media site, Getter. Abbott needs to stop bussing illegal aliens into the interior of America and start shipping them back to the interior of Mexico. Wow. (laughs) That took a turn that's more familiar. Yeah, okay. That sounds right. That is way... (laughs) What a freaking... (laughs) What a freaking misleading headline. Oh, man. What a roller coaster. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe um, I'm agreeing with Steve Bannon on this. (laughs) Jeez. Oh, man. I always read the story. On Christmas Eve, right? Christmas Eve, they showed up to... Yeah, I I don't remember anywhere in the Bible where somebody took somebody else in on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I'm trying to think, even when they were out of room. Yeah. Uh, there was no r- room... No room in the garden? They couldn't even... No room in the garden. You know, there, there must have been... I don't know. I don't remember that story. No, no one. There was nothing in the Bible where no. someone where someone was like out of room, but someone needed a place to stay. No, that never happened. Uh, refugees. I believe what happened was uh, Mary and Joseph asked these the the innkeeper if they had any room, and he said, "No, but I do have a bus." Right. <laughs> it's great. It's going straight to the Vice Caesar's house. Uh, oh man, what, what a, a dirtbag. Yeah, he's uh, he's up there, man, with my most disliked politicians. Him, Cruz, and and Mike Lee. Yeah, yeah. I I don't just I really don't understand how. Like there, there's no there's no recourse here. Like I know that I know that some like lawyers have taken on cases of these these immigrants, uh-huh. but I don't know I don't know what they can do. And it does it seems like obviously the Texas legislature. Just doesn't care. Some of them are probably for it. Gilead over there. You know, like normally when your governor does something so abhorrent, you might like censure him. Right. You know, 
recall. Just the optics. Who, who on his team? No one's. I mean, they've had this happen already, right? And right. the optics have been bad for whomever. Right. DeSantis did it. Yeah. And yeah. he took a beating for it. But who was like, hey, Greg. Christmas Eve. Great idea for a Christmas right. uh, devotional, a Christmas get-together. Right. And, I mean, it, it, it just makes these the people in D.C. look nice because these people ended up in a church and were given warm clothes and warm food. <laughs> like, I don't know. What a dick. Anyway, we'll uh we'll leave uh <laughs> anything anything uh <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing left. I got nothing left. You know what? Uh, I I just Merry I, Christmas. I uh, just ho- hold on. We are uh, Some lighter news? I just found some lighter lose news. <laughs> um, man allegedly burns woman with torch lighter in Cumberland <laughs> County. <laughs> it's always in Cumberland, I swear. Person burned with butane torch lighter. And man arrested for burning woman with torch lighter. All, all, Do you uh, think they really had to put torch in there? Well, you know, it's a little different. It's like a, it's a, the torch, but it's I not mean, just a cigarette lighter. It's <laughs> not like you see a lot of people out there with butane. Let me, you got a light, yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you read it and it was like, oh, it's just a lighter. That's true. Let him go. Let him go. He's fine. <laughs> it's true. All right, that's all I've got. I don't have anything else. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the fifth year of this program, though. Fifth year, twenty twenty three. Yes. Pretty sure we only did five episodes this year. I don't think so. I think we've done at least six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. We'll try and do more. We'll try. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, uh, find us at The Artake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok or theartakepodcast.com. Don't forget to listen to our band, Rejected Takeoff. You can mm-hmm. find us on Facebook, Instagram, or all streaming services. Just search Rejected Takeoff. For episode 135, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time. <laughs>